Yes, sir, here I am. Yes, ma'am. Here I am. New, improving. 40% less spam. Here I am. Crystal clear here. You're listening to more Morgulons. And I'm here in all my Morgy glory with some weird white whiskery looking things hanging out of the bottom of my lip and then some on my chin. They're weird flaky things that look like they just come right off. But really, they're stuck deep down in there. Morgulons. Now I don't worry. I get along on my way. Do you know what Armageddon at? Oh. By the way, you have any information about Morgulons, even if it's just your own experience, and if anybody knows what the hell these Morgulons are. Leave a comment. Please explain. Why is life so weird right now? Is it all in my head? Will we all soon be dead? Can you imagine? The worst possible thing that could happen. Sure, man, I can. But should I? And why? I'm not gonna lie. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. Not scared. I'm not not scared. The truth air. The truth. Get to the roots. Get to get to the little green shoots of these mystery seeds. We're really in the weeds now. Who can you save? We're in the second, third, sixth wave. And we keep being brave. Look, I don't have 2020 vision, but I do see crystal clearly. And I'm still here. I'm still here. Still got more ones hanging off my face right now, as a matter of fact. Really fucking sucks. I'm on fire tonight, you guys. And I'm funny. Like a bunny. You know, the one with the carrot and all the bugs. What's up, Doc? Actually, they're probably not bugs. I'm pretty yeah, that sure bugs be an expat. are only involved in the beginning and get a whiff of those. this riff that don't pass the sniff test. Oh, hell, I got no smell. If you have hung in this long, then don't tune me out now. Thanks for listening. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, let's talk about mystery seeds. Back in season one, very early on, I did an episode about the mystery seeds from China. Well, there's a new article out from The Atlantic, and it's pretty strange. The truth behind the Amazon mystery seeds. Why did so many Americans receive strange packages they didn't think they'd ordered? By Chris Heath. This came out on July 15th, 2021, about a month ago. Um, so the art, I'm not going to read the whole thing. It's a really long article, and I suggest that you check it out and read the whole thing yourself because it's awesome. But um, 
what this writer says is that, you know, we all went a little bit insane last summer when these mystery seeds started showing up and started creating kind of a narrative about, could this be a bioweapon? I mean, I believe I, even on my own show, and every other nurse, the number one job in demand in the country for every one nurse, there are 53 employers vying for the candidate. Um, I'm one of those viers. And um, yeah, it's pretty dire. <laughs> That's why I've been working so many hours. But anyhow. Thought that something didn't add up about the story, about the seeds being a brushing scam. A brushing scam, meaning that it's like uh, online retailers send out a bunch of kind of worthless objects, mislabeled as more expensive objects, and then because the platforms like Amazon or Alibaba, these retail platforms, they actually check reviews to ensure that the, you know, the transaction actually took place and an item was actually shipped to the address just to sort of verify that this is a real review and not just, you know, business owners trying to pump up their business to the top of the search results um, and get garner a lot of positive reviews to get more customers. So anywho, the thing that never made sense about that, well, for one thing, at a time when there's a global pandemic, viral pathogen going around, and we know China is the origin point of that, why the fuck would you send seeds in the mail to Americans, this deluge of seeds? And by the way, I didn't even know this really or remember it. The UK was actually the first country to report receiving these mystery seeds. Interesting, very interesting. Going back again to the UK and the United States, the symbolic... Uh, 20th century world powers that China wants to displace and replace. Um, but yeah, why would you draw attention to yourselves, China, um, with seeds in the mail? It obviously looks like agricultural bioterror. Well, the Chinese are more strategic than that, and we'll talk about that later. But it just didn't add up. And this investigator also had some issues with the brushing scam explanation. So he goes out all over the country talking to people who received these seed packages, even some people who planted them. Um, one lady received 500 packets of seeds. Um, most of the seeds have apparently, supposedly, been identified uh, by... U.S. scientists, it's just common things, a few invasive weeds, but nothing like, you know, kudzu on steroids. Or What he found is just perplexing. When he went back and talked to these people, he found that they had actually ordered the seeds. He could find them listed in their Amazon transactions, but somehow all of them had forgotten that they'd ordered them, and there was a delay in shipping because of the shutdowns. Uh, in China, supposedly during the early, you know, period of the year in 2020 and the spring. And so they were delayed in shipment and then they arrived later um, during the summer all at once. <sighs> Amazon was very much, um, you know, they very much, Amazon very much, you know, wanted to 
support the idea that these were all forgotten orders and they showed that the orders have been placed by the customers who received the seeds. They just had forgotten that they placed the orders. Okay, here's a couple of things that are a little weird about that. Um, first of all, how could that many people forget? I mean, I guess it's an example. The article maybe seeks to illustrate that, you know, in this time of high paranoia and fear, uh, we can make things seem more sinister than they really are just by our um, unfettered imaginations. Um, you know, possibly, possibly. Um, let's read this one little section, though. The few seeds Clancy could not identify, he forwarded to National Botanist in Maryland. There they did molecular testing that could pick up evidence of any viruses, bacteria, or other organisms. They grew the seeds in their quarantined facilities, looking for any signs that they may have been genetically modified. They also mapped where the seeds had been sent, looking for any correlation with crucial agricultural infrastructure or key natural resources. We have one of the most sophisticated safeguarding systems probably in the world, Ellis, he told me. If something nefarious was happening, they were doing all they could to find it. The one rule on which there was consensus from the beginning was this. Do not plant the seeds. The problem was some people already had. Uh, then they talk about that guy in Arkansas that I talked about in my episode in season one who planted uh, the seeds and orange flowers and a white fruit came out. It was a Chinese watermelon, they said. A gourd type plant. So the, the USDA has gathered since last summer a collection that as of June numbers 19,000 841. Once all the investigations are completed, perhaps some will be kept for future reference or be added to the department's seed library or be used for training. Anything that is not needed will be incinerated. The most proper way, Elissi said, of destroying things like that. Although the algorithms behind these rankings are secret, they are presumed to be affected by volume of sales and positive customer feedback. Some companies try to manipulate the rankings by inventing fake transactions. They, or most likely subcontractors, set up accounts using people's real names and addresses. The companies then pretend to send something of value to those addresses and post fake glowing reviews under the recipients' names. All well and good in its own crooked way, except that some platforms verify such transactions by requiring tracking data, showing that a package has indeed traveled from the company to the customer's address. That's where the seeds come in. For the scam to work, a real package needs to be sent. But instead of a, the more valuable item the company is pretending to have sold, something cheap is substituted. Hair ties, say. Or plastic trinkets. Or, it appeared, seeds. If this was brushing, the fact that seeds were being sent was more or less incidental. The seeds might still represent a biological threat. E-commerce hucksters are hardly likely to have researched which species might be appropriately imported into different parts of the United States. But only a haphazard one, not a targeted attempt to disrupt American agriculture. Never mind anything more sinister. As I tried to figure out what happened last summer, I came across one place where two opposing forces, the imperative of telling the simple, apparent truth, and the impulse toward the rich gratifications of fever and froth, ran up against each other in a way that I found unexpectedly delightful. The Facebook page of the Washington State Department of Agriculture. Then he goes on to describe how all these people posted on the Washington State Department of Agriculture website, and this one moderator responded to each um, fevered, frantic post about bioweapons and stuff like, nope, the USDA believes this is a brushing scam. Um, so then he goes on to say, I 
I thought there was more to know. For instance, why had the scammers pivoted sometime in the first half of 2020 to using seeds? Brushing works only if it stays under the radar. As a continuation of an underhanded e-commerce strategy, this choice would seem to be catastrophically counterproductive. Indeed, I found articles on Chinese websites ruining the attention that these mystery seed packets were attracting and how they were messing up the business for all involved. It also seemed implausible that hundreds of different brushing operators had simultaneously hit on this same new strategy. Maybe there was a single enormous operator? When I floated this theory to El Lissy, he said he couldn't speculate and that the USDA was continuing to investigate. If this was brushing, surely there was somewhere else I could turn to for answers. The company whose rankings were being manipulated by all this laborious artifice. The e-commerce platforms themselves. If I provided a company with a seed package used for brushing on its platform, it should be able to trace who sent the package and whether someone had posted an associated review, either of the seeds or of a seemingly unrelated, more expensive item. I started with the market leader, Amazon. In media reports last summer, Amazon was quoted claiming that it had looked into some of these seed packages and had found that they were genuine Amazon orders delayed by COVID-19. I didn't take this very seriously. It certainly didn't tally with what I'd heard over and over again. While I'd read about some people who had ordered seeds and were subsequently upset because they hadn't expected them to come from China or for them to come masquerading as jewelry, many more said that they never ordered the seeds at all. The USDA believes that most, if not all, of its 19,841 packages fit this pattern. I assumed that Amazon would have come around to this reality, but when I contacted the company in March, I was astonished to hear that its position hadn't changed. As far as it was concerned, any Amazon packages involved had contained real delayed orders. I didn't try very hard to hide how implausible I found this, and my next move seemed obvious. I proposed that I'd supply examples for Amazon to check out, once ones I was confident would not match its narrative. My hope was that once we'd established that people had received seeds they hadn't ordered, Amazon would work with me to explain further. None of these mystery packages bore the name or logo of Amazon or any other e-commerce company, but many, I realized, provided a clue. An encrypted phone number on the address label that would turn out to be one of a library of such numbers that Amazon uses to track packages while masking consumers' contact information. Either these were genuine Amazon packages or someone was taking the trouble to make them seem so. Lori Culley, the grandmother from Utah who first alerted the American media, seemed the perfect test case. Her two packages carried these telltale Amazon numbers, so with her permission, I sent her, I sent her company, I sent the company her information. And that's when things got really weird. Cully ordered those seeds herself, Amazon told me. I took this with a grain of salt. Cully had mentioned that she had bought seeds much earlier in the year, and this matched a pattern I'd observed, that many people who received mystery seeds had previously made genuine seed orders. Maybe, I speculated, the brushers thought it made sense to send something that the recipients were used to receiving. I assumed that, now, here we go, though. How would they know what the customers were used to receiving if the customers didn't order seeds from them? I assumed that Amazon was speciously linking these different events. I asked Holly to go into her order history and pull out her invoices so we could show that the seeds she knew she had ordered had been delivered long before the mystery seeds arrived. What she found was not what she or I expected. On April 25th, Cully had ordered three packets of seeds from three different sellers. A hundred... So, crucially, Cully's three April orders, the records showed, had not been shipped until between June 15th and July 7th, 2020. Further corroboration came when I sent this new information to Terry Freeman, the manager of the seed lab at the Utah Department of Agriculture and Food. She had tentatively identified Cully seeds as amaranth and pongum tree. Uh, so completely off. But now, knowing what Cully had ordered, she agreed that the larger seeds, the ones Cully had tried to germinate on her window seal, were probably wisteria. Okay, so I'm... Wait. Let's slow that down for one second. 
So she ordered three packs of seeds. She got some seeds in the mail. This person that is a Utah Department of Agriculture and Food, the manager of the seed lab, she tentatively identified her seeds as amaranth and pongum tree. But now, knowing what she had ordered, she agreed that the larger seeds, the ones Cully had tried to germinate on her windowsill, were probably wisteria. So, this does, that doesn't match. Even if that's what she ordered, that doesn't, that doesn't match what she ordered. And I'm sorry, but like, I don't know what a pongum tree is or wisteria, uh, but it's the people that are trying to identify the seeds to make sure they're safe or whatever are just like guessing. And when you tell them that they're really something else, they're like, oh yeah, it's probably that. Well, shit, I can do that. If we're just throwing shit at a wall and seeing what sticks, that's our uh, sophisticated monitoring um, system that the USDA provides Americans that's the best in the world. Um, that doesn't sound that good. Doesn't really sound that accurate or precise. Um, at least one packet seemed to be exactly what Cully had paid for. I guess. Maybe. Nobody really knows. <laughs> This sent me into something of a tailspin. Initially, I had dismissed Amazon's explanation, and I had cherry-picked Collie's experience to prove the company wrong. That had backfired, but surely what Amazon was saying couldn't be generally true. How could so many people have ordered seeds and then forgotten? And why would so many seed packets start arriving in a sudden surge? Now I was shocked to realize that I could see exactly how it may have happened. Consider this scenario. One, in the early days of shutdowns, when people were spending an unusual t amount of time in and focused on their homes and gardens, many ordered seeds online. This is clearly true. There were seed shortages, and according to the Home Garden Seed Association, order volumes were eight to ten times greater than those in previous years. Many bought seeds from Chinese companies without knowing it. This seemed likely enough. Plenty of evidence shows that China-based merchants were selling seeds online, and while e-commerce companies such as Amazon do post details of where vendors are based, the information isn't obvious or easy to find. Plus, these seeds typically less cost than $3. Few people, I imagine, would suspect that something so cheap could come from so far away, and I would question how it can as well. Uh, three, these springtime orders were not delivered then. Then, in June or July, they were suddenly delivered in great numbers. It seems perfectly plausible that a buildup of orders during China's extreme, extremely strict shutdowns... We have to look into that. How... What does that look like? What does an extremely strict shutdown look like? Because I know in Atlanta, famous for our peaches and our traffic jams, there wasn't a car on the road, y'all. But you can only shut down so much. People were still getting the virus at that time, even though we were on complete lockdown. People were still getting the virus. And lots of them. I don't see how you shut down so much that nobody spreads the virus, like China. Did people stop eating? Did they have no more need for food? Did the electricity people that work for the electric company stop working? Um, I mean, this doesn't make sense. I want to look into the Chinese shutdown. So the buildup of wars during China's extremely strict shutdowns could have led to a large volume of seed packages being sent in the summer when those shutdowns were substantially lifted. Four, recipients in America in the many thousands didn't connect the packages they received with the orders they made earlier. This is the hardest part to explain. How could so many people fail to make the association? I can think of a few reasons, many of them mutually reinforcing the protracted time lag, the disruption of the pandemic, the bewilderment at receiving a package from a country you hadn't knowingly ordered anything from, the absence of the usual paperwork, seeds that were unidentified and had no planting instructions, the disorienting way the packages were misidentified as jewelry, probably a tactic to get around customs controls restricting foreign seed sales, 
and the predisposition as soon as unsolicited seeds from China became a news story to connect these puzzling packages with that dramatic narrative rather than with a button clicked many months before. Still, I was uncomfortable with where this logic led. I now had to ask, could it be possible that during the seeds from China fever of 2020, the most delusional theory of all was actually brushing? I knew it would take only one good counterexample to blow a hole in this forgotten orders theory, so I continued looking for one. Chris Allwhite seemed like a golden candidate. No one, I was quite sure, forgets ordering 519 seed packets. She's one of the ladies that got the seeds in the mail, and she got more of them than basically anybody else that he could find in his investigation. So this time, after spotting what looked like Amazon numbers on some of the packages, I asked her to go through her order history first. It showed that she indeed ordered seeds back in May 2020, five times in total. Five is a long way from 500. Two orders from American companies appears appear to have shipped quite quickly, but the three she had inadvertently ordered from Chinese sellers, Braver Mosishi and the catchily named PPYPYPYPYPZ weren't shipped until many weeks later. Okay, let's look into those companies. Bravet, B-R-A-V-E-T, Mosishi, M-O-S-I-C-H-I, and and the catchily name, the company's name is literally P-P-Y-P-Y-P-Y-P-Y-P-Z. That sounds like something auto-generated. They hadn't shipped until many weeks later. That didn't come close to explaining the 519 packets, but after I approached Amazon, the situation only got more complicated. The most likely explanation did relate to gifting groups. At least some of the packages were sent to all white as gifts, while the five C's order she placed herself were actually sent as gifts to other people. So, okay, we do not have a matchup here, guys. She ordered five orders. Three of them were sent. The other two from China, or sorry, two of them were sent from American companies early on. The other three were sent, but not to her. So he's saying that 500 people gifted her seeds. She didn't think they could be from the gifting people because all white's belief that such packages would always include a barcode or information identifying them as gifts turned out to be mistaken. Why she received quite so many seeds remains bewildering, but given the link between at least some of these seeds and real orders, her case no longer seemed to offer clear indications of brushing. I'll say... I'll say, and I don't personally understand at all how this is like evidence to support that people forgot what they ordered. This doesn't even, yeah, okay. So he moved on to Shane Dugan, a technical writer for a software company in New Hampshire, who received seeds on July 20th, two days before the first American media story. Her package was labeled stud earrings, and the return address seemed less a postal coordinate than a clue from some magical realist fable. North side of the west gate of South China Avenue, Long Gang District, Shenzhen. Shenzhen, member, BGI group. Baffled and perturbed, Dugan reached out to a friend who works as a botanist, and he shared the story on botanist bulletin boards. Dugan received more seeds a few days later. This really explains nothing. I asked Dugan to check her Amazon order history, and once again, there it was. On April 9th, Dugan had ordered 350 organic blend seed gourmet lettuce unique tasty mix in the following day, Garden 100 multicolor tomato seeds. 
Dugan was somewhat abashed when it all came back to her. That was, as my kids call it, the OG pandemic, the original pandemic, when we were baking and sewing and doing all that kind of stuff. We weren't going anywhere. We weren't seeing anyone. We were hunkering down. That was the mode we were in, and that was the impetus. Oh, maybe I'll plant some seeds. When they didn't come, she forgot all about them and bought some young lettuce and tomatoes at a plant sale instead. When months later the mystery seeds from China arrived, she did momentarily wonder about her previous order, but was too thrown off by the weirdness of the packages to imagine that a sufficient explanation. And her first instinct, in my opinion, is probably correct. There are just three examples. Of, those are These are just three examples, of course, but I select them precisely because I thought that they were the most likely to establish that brushing may have taken place. It was now clear to me that at least some of these packets were definitely forgotten orders. Or were they? Were they? Which packets were forgotten orders? First one, the maybe wisteria. Mm, no. The forgotten packets in the case of the 500 uh, seeds, uh, seed packages sent to that lady? No, her orders went to other people and there was really only uh, three of them. And somehow she got gifted 500 times by others? I really don't, that's, yeah, as he says, it's bewildering. Um, why this doesn't still, so if the brushing's not right and the other, this guy's theory that people just all forgot because they got caught up in the quote fever and froth, eh, I don't know. So it's not logic. It was now clear to me that at least some of these packets were definitely forgotten orders. It's not logically impossible for both explanations to be correct. Some packages were brushing and some were delayed orders, but it is hugely improbable. What are the odds that last summer two completely different scenarios led to a simultaneous surge in the same weird-looking Chinese seed packages arriving at American homes? A researcher and I spent a month tracking down more seed recipients, trying to find someone whose experience punctured the forgotten order theory. Looking for signs of brushing, we tried to investigate a, as wide a range of packages as possible whose recipients believed that the seeds had arrived unsolicited. Not every package's story fit the same pattern. Sometimes the evidence suggested that the seeds had spent months in transit. Sometimes the seeds received didn't seem to match those that had been ordered. A few didn't even come from China, but from nearby countries such as Uzbekistan and Kyrgyzstan. Uh, a few appeared to be connected with other e-commerce platforms, though as hard as we looked for these, the lion's share of what we found was associated with Amazon. I don't know, maybe China hacked into Amazon's website and entered in fraudulent orders for people that had previously had real seed orders to throw us off the course. I mean, strategy, people. You gotta think about this as the Chinese think about everything, which is long-term strategies. So we couldn't always come to a definitive conclusion. Some of the people we contacted either didn't have or didn't want to share the packaging or records required to understand the seed's history. But again and again, people who started out confident about what had happened to them, many of whom were bemused by our request to search through their old orders, would invariably find something. Even Sue Westerdale, the Veg Gardening UK Facebook poster who had first raised the alarm and who was initially quite dismissive when contacted about this possible narrative, eventually unearthed an April order for colorful flower meadow seeds, its shipping date delayed until June. In fact... In every single case that we were able to research fully, we found a convincing connection between a mystery package and an earlier order. Despite the evidence, some seed recipients remained skeptical about the scenario we were describing, and they were not the only ones. A month after Elissi told me that the USDA was not able to think of any other reasons behind this event apart from brushing, I presented the agency with just such a reason, my forgotten orders theory. I wanted to know whether the USDA had any direct evidence of brushing or had verified that anyone had received seeds they had not ordered. The answer was no. 
with the proviso that the department is involved in an ongoing investigation into the seeds in tandem with other government agencies, including Customs and Border Protection and the U.S. Postal Service. The USDA spokesperson was not able to share any more details about that investigation and reminded me that the agency's focus is on stopping this agricultural threat, not on proving why it happened. Well, somebody should be looking into that. I don't know, FBI, CIA, right? (laughs) But the USDA remained unconvinced by my arguments. We continue to believe it is implausible that thousands of people around the globe ordered seeds and either forgot about them or lied about forgetting about them. All right, I have to agree with the USDA here. Sure, you could trace back some old orders, maybe, to some seeds, but you couldn't really match them up with the actual seeds that were delivered to people neither in type or in number. So if you've debunked the brushing scam theory, and in my opinion, this forgotten orders theory is not even established in order to be debunked, it's just flimsy, um, I'm still mystified by the mystery seeds. And I... Here, listen, this is what I would do. If I was the top military strategist in the People's Republic of China, I'd hit them from three different directions, okay? Number one, genetically modified and targeted bioweapon in the form of a virus. An increasingly deadly and contagious virus. Check. Number two, seed the clouds and disrupt the natural environment of my enemies. Uh, flooding where you live lately? Uh, check. And the final coup de grace would, of course, be hack them. Hack the grid. Hack their systems, their communication. Take it all down. Pretty scary scenario, you guys. Not as scary as Morgulons. Okay, I bet it is a little bit scarier than Morgulons. But doesn't that make you feel better about your Morgulons? Uh... My lip hurts. What's going on with my lip? I will say that overall, I think Accutane is working. Just saying. All right. Have a great day and stay tuned.